This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, August 12th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Water plan. CDFA climate delegation visits South Africa. Trump fuels uncertainty about China talks and Dems emphasize trade woes in campaign. Water plan calls for doubling state investment. The Department of Water Resources held a webinar recently to explain the release of the final update for the 2018 water plan. It's a project begun under Governor Jerry Brown. DWR Division Chief Kamyar Gijvechi said that the state currently spends about $2 billion a year investing in water resources. The water plan proposes doubling that to $4 billion for 50 years in order to meet the 19 recommendations. Of that $90 billion, almost $78 billion would go to local and regional efforts. About $10 billion would fund state infrastructure improvement and ecosystem restoration. Now keep in mind, the editorial board for the Chico Enterprise Record wrote a scathing critique of the plan after it was released last month. The paper said the state has offered 12 water plans since 1957 and all have existed, quote, to provide a justification for seeking increased funding to some legislator or legislators who want to make a splash. It added that, quote, almost none of them make a difference in how the state operates. And on that note, during the webinar, a DWR policy advisor called Governor Newsom's upcoming water resilience portfolio an invitation to dream big. She said the administration will release a draft of the recommendations in early October. CDFA delegation visits South Africa to talk climate smart ag. Food and Ag Secretary Kieran Ross led a delegation of ag representatives last week on a trip to meet with South African policymakers. Ross notes in a blog post that the talks emphasize climate resilience through better water management, hearkening to Newsom's policy priorities. The two ag regions share a Mediterranean climate with only three other parts of the world, Europe, Chile, and Australia. Ross adds that recent United Nations report on the impacts of climate change to global food security, quote, gave new urgency to a challenge we have been facing for years, and it sounded an alarm that food supplies are in jeopardy. Remember that. She had been taking over the mantle from Jerry Brown, who spoke at several U.N. climate conventions as governor and last year organized California's Global Climate Action Summit. In June, Ross also spoke at a meeting of the Global Alliance for Climate Smart Agriculture during the United Nations Climate Change Conference. UC Davis is one of the founding members of that UN alliance. And on that note, CDFA is holding a stakeholder meeting for its Healthy Soils program on August 23rd in Sacramento, and it's online. Growers will have the opportunity to share thoughts on how the additional $13 million allocated for the program this year can best be used. CDFA is also accepting applications until the end of August for technical assistance funding for both healthy soils and the alternative manure management programs. Merced unveils draft groundwater plan for Almond Region. Ahead of the January filing deadline, the groundwater agency servicing the Merced sub-basin has released its plan for complying with the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. The agency has determined that agricultural and urban water demand must be reduced by 10%. 
The total cost for implementation will run as high as $1.6 million per year, funded through a range of state grants. The projects include groundwater monitoring and recharge and infrastructure improvements. Merced County accounts for about $3.4 billion in annual farm gate sales. Its top commodities include milk, almonds, and chickens. Sigma, the board game. Sigma has become a game of high stakes, powerful players, and potentially painful sacrifices. And now, it's a board game. The Environmental Defense Fund and the University of Michigan developed the Groundwater Game as a social science tool for engaging community members on Sigma. Players can choose to be a broccoli, almond, or alfalfa grower, or a rural family, community water system, or urban water utility. According to EDF, players experiment with different groundwater pumping and management strategies, including unregulated pumping and allocations. Almond farmers and urban utilities are the dominant players, starting with a bank balance of $300. Perhaps a poke at the Bureau of Reclamation surface water allocation is determined by a roll of the dice. The game makers so far do not offer an expansion pack to include political water grabs. Bayer Mediator calls Bloomberg report of settlement offer pure fiction. Ken Feinberg, who is overseeing mediation between Bayer and plaintiffs in federal lawsuits in California, dismissed a Bloomberg News report that Bayer had offered to pay $8 billion to settle the claims. Feinberg said in an article by Reuters, Bayer has not proposed paying $8 billion to settle all U.S. Roundup cancer claims. Such a statement is pure fiction. Compensation has not even been discussed in the global mediation discussions. Plaintiff's lawyer Brent Wisner said earlier this year that he had been told Bayer could settle the thousands of claims against it for $22 billion. But since then, the number of lawsuits in state and federal court has ballooned from an estimated 13,000 to now 18,000. The Bloomberg report early Friday boosted the company's stock by 11%, but after Feinberg's statement, it dipped but then closed up slightly. Trump fuels uncertainty about China talks. President Donald Trump is offering a more pessimistic view of trade talks with China, now saying the U.S. is, quote, not ready to make a deal, but we'll see what happens. In remarks outside the White House on Friday, Trump said the countries have an open dialogue, but he said he wasn't sure where their trade representatives would meet in September. The comments follow a week of worsening news on the trade front. Last week, Trump labeled China a currency manipulator that after the country allowed the value of the yuan to dip. The week before, he announced a new round of tariffs placing an additional 10% on about $300 billion worth of Chinese goods. China responded by reinstating tariffs on U.S. soybeans on its own importers. Can trade peel off rural voters? Democrats are trying to use the trade war to make inroads with rural voters, or at least to dampen their enthusiasm for President Trump. Criticism of the president's trade policy has been a staple of Democratic campaign rhetoric in Iowa over recent days. On Saturday at the Iowa State Fair, California Senator Kamala Harris said Trump had imposed a, quote, trade tax on farmers. 
Trump's policy has resulted in farmers in this great state looking for bankruptcy with soybeans rotting in bins. Minnesota Senator Amy Klobuchar said Trump was using farmers as a bunch of poker chips in one of his bankrupt casinos. Now, for more about what the candidates have been saying about ag policy for Iowa, you can read our coverage at agripulse.com. Here's today's She Said It. We need to bridge this divide between rural and urban and make sure that people that live in metro areas understand that food doesn't just magically show up on their table. That Democratic presidential candidate, Amy Klobuchar. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, August 12th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.